Hello, my name is Kim, and you're listening to The Shadow. Hello, this is the host of this episode, and you're going to be listening to the first part of episode one. This part is meant to engage and feel the frustrations with the BS, as I will put it, as the second part is meant to inspire and create. Some housekeeping rules to keep in mind. Be respectful in the comment section, please. Insulting someone's identity, the thing they can't change or choose to change, is fucked up and not tolerated here. And if you're thinking about throwing out slurs in this environment, you better hope you don't get cancelled because I will block you. And those last two rules do have loopholes, and it's only if the reason they were brought up is relevant to the conversation. Harassment will be dealt with by the community. Anywho, now that that's out of the way, discuss what is to be discussed as an audience, and I'll start making highlight shows and live streams. Probably start a Patreon or something later on, but hey, I just started. Thank you for hearing me out. I'd be happy if you subscribed or shared my little corner of the internet. I mean, you don't have to. Remember, you have free will. Let's get started. Recently, someone asked me, what does fascism mean? Well, he didn't say that. You can't define fascism, Nazism, authoritarianism, etc. It's so different from anything else because that's how it works. It's hard to spot until it's too late. If it has a word, then it has a meaning. If it has happened in our history, then it has examples. If it's a movement, it has a pattern. The wheels of fascism roll with the movement of supremacy, authority, and conformity. Oftentimes, these ideals are co-opted by different beliefs that make them all look different as they do the same thing. Same car, new coat of paint, going the same direction. So here is the core of fascism in its line of thinking. Fascism works on a scarcity mindset. There isn't enough to go around, so we need one group that is guaranteed to have all of these resources for one reason or another and leave the rest to suffer. It happens with money, jobs, and housing. It's the idea that the reason I can't do well is because of the existence of all these people who aren't me. That's bullshit. There's enough money and houses. They're just being hoarded and you're being gaslit to say no. This is a good thing. Then the powers that be can keep funding each other on what the rest of us are allowed to care about. Well, those who keep asking questions can see how much it's hurting us in the long run. I know you feel it. The dread in our political participation. It feels like nothing is changing fast enough, no matter how aware we are of what we need. Our neighbors, no matter the political affiliation, know that feeling. It feels exhausting, waking up every day to wait for the rug to be pulled out from under us. It's frustrating when we don't know the answer and we genuinely want everything and everyone to have a good-ass life. No worries. Big businesses and multi-million dollar corporations call that a marketing demographic. They can market the most regressive propaganda to us. I mean, Big Oil pays Fox News Entertainment because they're not the news. It's going to be a terrible time for you all to get gas because of Biden. News networks then take their position as the culture war of this week kicks off. And those trusting few will come out their backside with some fresh, off-the-press ignorance right in front of you trying to have a good day. Distracting you from the fact that during the pandemic, the biggest gasoline companies didn't make the money they wanted. Not a lot of people were driving. 
They also encouraged anti-lockdown propaganda to keep their sales up. That's a huge gaping hole in our economy, and it's paying a pretty penny to be ignored. There are two more reasons I can list for why there's no money, but that's going to be for a later episode. I have a list of further explanation episodes locked and loaded for the rest of the year. Anywho, all of the no money and constant arguing was then followed by inadequacies in public services and inflated private services. End of the day, your basic needs are not being met. So you're scared, angry, confused, frustrated, looking for answers, and you look towards the people whose job it is to lead us, and they're doing jack shit, lobbying to each other, convincing us to vote for them again so that they can advocate for our needs that are not being met, to be met again. One side is genuine. It wants us to move forward, but it's as old and toothless as every person who gets elected into position. But then the other side says, there's a person to point to. This side says, the group of people responsible are all powerful. This side says, these people have taken up space. And this is why there isn't enough for you. This side says, you're right. You're angry. You should be mad. You're right. You're angry. You should be mad. It's socialism and woke bullshit. You should be mad that these systems don't have enough room for you. You should be mad some people are getting in and you're not. And then someone raises their hand and says it's your neighbor. Get rid of them. They're not as good as you. Not citizens. Not Christians. Not loyal to this country. They didn't grow up here. They don't even know how to make a decent way of life. Yeah, why are they getting something I should have gotten? I was here first. Oh, because they're having a hard time adjusting? Because people I didn't know were responsible for gatekeeping resources and keeping a system that is supposed to benefit me? Well, it's not benefiting me. Fascism is a scarcity mindset who answers its own question with superiority. There's nowhere else, and no one else better than us, about our ideal collective identity. Only those with the most exceptional personal opinions about how we should present ourselves privately and publicly should have easier access to our resources. And if you're having trouble conforming, don't worry, we'll make you. That's right, because we all have the same ideal lifestyle. Secretly, we don't actually have a place of family origin, no religion or culture to have pride in. We purposely can't learn English fast enough to be a part of society. Or if we do, we purposely are not good enough. And black people, those of us lumped together as an identity due to the fact that we can't change our skin color like fucking chameleons. We are just complaining about our circumstances. Sorry you can't see it because you do not know what it's like to be racialized. We do not deserve the basics of clean running water, a roof over our head, and to be treated with basic human decency because we don't look like you, dress like you, talk like you. We don't have the same mannerisms and we're not high class enough to get all the benefits of having our bare minimum basic human needs met. That's the bar, by the way. You have to work for that kind of standard of living. That's how we determine who is worthy of living. If they don't contribute, they can die. More room for the rest of us. Work shall set me free. Which company is taking the least money they own? If my life is valuable to a company, they'll give me enough money to have access to just one of my basic needs at a time. Meanwhile, I have to build my stats 
to be worth investing in. Because being alive sure isn't reason enough to have the things you need. Just the bottom tier Maslow hierarchy of needs. But hey, if you're talented enough, born with valuable assets that a company or business wants, you'll be chosen. But hurry, slim pickings. Everyone wants to play sports for the benefits of a private company and private investors to bid on like horses in a race. Can't play for fun anymore. You're playing for your life now. But don't worry, we're making sure our biggest stars keep entertaining us with heavy incentives like specific body parts insurance and VIP treatment. Got a really big house and live such a lavish lifestyle, mostly to advertise to each other. Don't pay attention to the rest of the poverty you left behind and you'll keep being rich. You have a nepotism baby to keep out of the public so that they can take your place or give us your capital after you're dead. Celebrities truly are the brightest light moths fly to to also blame for our social inadequacies because they got popular by being the brightest out of all of us. Did you know that court jesters and lords only get a fraction of what the king hoards in his castle? That's right, no matter how big your house is, you're still a subject of the king. You do what the king tells you. Only read scripts the king and queen approve of. Oh, look at that, another target. This one is easier to see and it's made out of our own people. How considerate. Don't worry, the rich and powerful only pick the most unique of our working class. No one wants to be on the lower levels. There's not enough food down here anyway. I can't blame a girl for getting a bag. You're just dancing hard enough to catch enough attention to be pulled up. What I can blame or hold you accountable for is what you do to distance yourself from poverty. More money doesn't mean you're saved from being the subject of scarcity. That doesn't guarantee you're safe from violence. Not enough money to go around. I feel trapped, scared, and need someone to blame. Fascism is the mindset of scarcity. Scarcity of space for you. The society you know and are used to is disappearing and holy shit, do something to stop it. Authority must be the answer. The only answer is violence. Violence is being afflicted at you. You do need to respond with violence. It's a scary place. React, react, react. They are taking away your power. Is killing your neighbor going to solve the issue or make you feel better? You did something to take back something you already had because, to me, you're wearing a badge, which ensures that what you did was a good thing, that your actions go unquestioned. You are paid to make sure the violence is not made by the wrong people. That's right, you're keeping this place safe. You're paid to do that. You're paid to enforce that. You're paid, so you're not allowed to ask questions or change the way you keep people safe. Despite your initial reason, you've taken up the job is to keep people safe. But they don't know how you've been trained. They don't know the red tape. You get promoted by how well you agree to do the stupidest security on any given property. You get more money the more you agree to put down protests by companies despite the fact that people voted. It's a no, but... You aren't here to help the people ensure their voices are heard. You're here to make sure they shut up, keep quiet. After all, you need new police facilities to ensure that we feel safe. Another unarmed black man beaten to death and you want us to feel safe. But, 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 that's not who we are. We're, we don't have biases. 
We help the people we agree with. The most well-mannered, put together, ideal identity from every background, measured on a sliding scale of how well they can perform what the state expects of you. Poverty is strictly prohibited. Better hide that pride in your culture. There's only one culture we approve of, and it's the same one telling us it's okay to treat people who don't fit the American ideal with hostility. This idea of violence will soon spread to the surrounding areas. Friends, family, co-workers, and look at that. A space of nothing but the people who will defend you and your beliefs. It's almost as if the way you interact with the community is as a protector. Do have pride in that. But you have to ask yourself, why am I jumping to violence instead of working for solutions? Why am I moving only by the will of someone who pays me and the politicians making promises to the private businesses to get away with ignoring the people's voices? Rather than finding out what's wrong and working with our communities to ensure we are safe, heard, respected, and ensured our rights, minority communities are being targeted. Violent people are getting access to guns. Our public systems are underfunded. Private schools, the ones that you send your kids to, are not accessible to the rest of us. I don't feel safe with you hammering all the nails unchallenged. Your monopoly on authority is nothing compared to the military, though. I mean, if we reach a point of rebellion against a fascist takeover, the likes of a dictator rising to power, I have even less faith in the military hearing our cries for help. They will not ensure the people have the power if the day ever comes. Our policies are fragile. Our constitution guarantees nothing. Slavery is still alive and well under new management, actually. It's called incarceration. It's called conformity. Fascism is a mindset saying there is scarcity. We know what we have to sacrifice in order to get to that level. Scarcity and empathy in this dog-eat-dog world. What is so important about identity? Can't you blend into what is acceptable to me? Actually, your existence is so much of my concern that I have to ensure you know how to change. If you don't, I'll ensure that you do not get ahead of me. For I was told that people most like me should be at my level and in my surroundings. So my life isn't good enough? I'm not deserving of this access. You can't understand why I can't just be as white as you? Why can't you straighten your hair, bleach your skin, and dress like a cardboard copy of what people expect of you for the rest of your life? Hello? Do you hear me? I have an existence outside of you. Actually, my existence has nothing to do with you. Have you seen how exhausting keeping this frame is? Eating right? Exercise? House moms, how do you like your quinoa? If you like it, that's fantastic. If you're doing the diet because the people in your life expect you to, keep it together so that you're worth having around, let alone listening to. How does it taste then? Not as easy as it sounds despite food being able to grow anywhere. Look. A scarcity of space, made so by politicians being incentivized to make it illegal to repurpose abandoned places to help the community grow food. If I don't have a kitchen to myself, my choices are limited to the group of people I live with. If they respect me enough, hopefully they won't negatively contribute to my bad living habits. Looks like there's a situation of circumstance I have no control over. Maybe if I'm saved, God wills it, I will be a warrior 
fear of God. God is being mocked in the media? Why can't the religion that is the ideal expected and ensured by the authority figures who feel as though that they are protecting us? Why is our way of life being criticized? Jesus would never hold us accountable in this way. The madness, the vile sinners. You think you're getting into heaven with that attitude? God said love thy neighbor, not force thy neighbor to change into something they had no intention of being. You're reinforcing that we are not supposed to exist in our own lives. Those who blend in cannot exist as an individual out of fear that they will be the target of violence. Do you want modesty? I can't go 10 feet without being seen as a terrorist. I just want to be comfortable enough to do my prayers in a park or on the sidewalk unapproached. Do you really think God to be so weak that he cannot speak to his people through different interpretations? You limit his all-powerful status to only be heard through how you best understand him. Because God feels like, to me at least, a source unexplainable. Some people feel him. Some people don't. Some people see her for all that she is. God doesn't need a salesman. Just people who really mean it when they say they love the creator's many ways of speaking to us. Unless you're trying to sell us something else. Is that your way of life that has given you so much comfort? That's not why you have a good life. You're what's expected. It's therefore you should be rewarded. It must be nice to be you. Everyone should work hard to be like you, to deserve the things you have. But in order to ensure that they are deserving of basic human decency and respect, they have to be the normal I have established in my ideal world. Be someone that I think deserves respect. Don't talk about politics in the designated areas we are not allowed to talk about politics in. Why are you making everything about the long list of issues I've ignored because they do not affect me? Why should I give so that you don't live in poverty? Are you scared of change? I get it. The unknown is a scary place. No one told you that the life you've lived was one earned unfairly. You always knew America to be a cool place where dreams come true, but only if you get as close to whiteness as you can. I'm being attacked for being white? See, conformity was within you all along. You want me to conform. You hate whiteness. White people. You are the problem. You're divisive. What do you have to say for yourself, fascist, commie, greedy, evil sinner? You're right. You're angry. You should be mad that the social systems aren't working. But what is targeting the people who are struggling to survive hell going to do? Who is it helping? We don't have power. We're deprived of the resources and we rely on how connected we are within our community. So who is to blame? Well, it's not your neighbor. They're in the same uncomfortable mess you're in. They don't have anything either. And I agree, the public systems that are in place incentivize poverty. You have to be an unmarried mother to get food stamps as a requirement in some states. That's a shit requirement because we also have families whose fathers are dying and they need food stamps too. Have you ever stopped to think about what would happen if the people in control were not given the opportunity to tell us how we should live our lives? What would that look like?